Hi, everyone. Welcome to Better Together and As We Podcast. For future reference, ASWE stands for the Alzheimer's Society of Windsor and Essex County. This podcast will feature engaging conversations with guests ranging from community leaders to care partners and persons living with dementia to raise awareness about this uh, disease. You're listening to Better Together and As We Podcast, and this is our second episode. My name is Cindy Keel, and I'm joined today by Peggy Winch. Peggy is Manager of Fund Development and Community Engagement. She is responsible for overseeing a range of community relations, marketing, communications, and fundraising activities. Peggy has an infectious personality and is a joy to work with. Thank you for joining me today, Peggy. Hi, Cindy. Thanks for asking me to be part of your second podcast. I'm so, so exciting. Yay, I'm excited as well. Uh, Peggy and I will be dis discussing current and upcoming events, the highs and lows of fundraising during a pandemic, and the future of planned giving. This in-depth conversation is meant for you to gain perspective about our programs and services as it is the 40th year of As We Operating in the Community. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to jump right into it, Peggy. Um, I would love for our listeners to know uh, what you do at the Alzheimer's Society. I know I explained a little bit about it in the beginning, but just from your perspective. Well, let me start by saying I don't do any of this alone. I have a great team behind me, and uh, we all work together to um, get the proper communication out and our events be a success. So uh, kudos to uh, the whole entire team here at um the, the society. Um, my role oversees everything about events, whether they're in person or virtual events. Uh, I do a lot of communications, like you said, all the newsletters that get sent out, um, they, they come from my desk and, and are edited by many people, uh, our um, campaign letters. So we have our spring campaign letter, our holiday campaign letter, all of those are um, written um, uh, from with me with a team of people um, are we look after third party events um, and we have some signature events such as the walk for alzheimer's and social with the purpose in the fall um, social media um, um, communications fall under that umbrella um, media relations um, donor relations so um, when uh, individuals want to make a donation or um, they, um, they want to make a bequest, plan giving, all of those uh, things um, is what I look after along with my team. It sounds like you're really, really busy. Um, so just from the outside looking in, how would you describe um, a day in your life? Like what do you do um, on a typical, let's say Tuesday? Let's say Tuesday. Well, um, so I start my day with emails mm -hmm. and uh, I, I look at what documents I have. Uh, a lot of the work I do is behind the scenes. For example, um, I'm going to start working on our annual general report that we need to have a public document in June. Uh, there's a lot of um, fundraising like uh, reports that I need to provide to uh, the CEO and the board. So a lot of um, uh, work kind of behind the scenes, yeah. working with our donor relations on tax receding and that sort of thing, um, connecting with uh, our volunteers who are um, doing third party events for us, 
Uh, I might have to be writing a media release. I, I'm always working um, a year ahead of time. So, you know, this brought, this podcast is in um, April, but I'm already starting to think of um, October, November. What is my holiday com- campaign letter going to look like? What's my what's my next sort of newsletter articles? Um, all that sort of thing. I, I'm I'm often confused what year it is because <laughs> I'm working so far in advance. So already thinking of the Battle of the Brains in January, and here we are. We just finished it in April. Yeah, like uh, one, once I started um, working with you on this team, I, I was confused. I'm like working ahead of time and planning for, you know, events that um, are not even in our, our mind yet. It gets very confusing and um, a lot of work gets put into those events. Um, so going back to this, did they say why you shouldn't um, answer emails in the morning? Uh, they said you should... Um focus on doing the, the your your necessary tasks you know your to-do list that you mm-hmm. can never get to because maybe you're you're answering too many emails they said to um, start work by getting those top to-do list items done and then schedule in your calendar maybe a couple hours later an hour later then open your emails oh that sounds like a great idea because I feel like yeah. the the email reading is is never ending right yeah. So we've been operating through this pandemic now for over a year. Um, how has fundraising changed from 2019 to 2020 um, and 2021 now? So we've been in the pandemic. I think the pandemic started in March of, was it 20? 2020? 2020. Okay. So mm-hmm. how has it changed? Oh, well, certainly um, not only us, but all the charities are really looking at how we can provide these events virtually. Mm-hmm. So, um, and moving them virtually, we, we were great. Last year, our Walk for Alzheimer's was sort of one of the first events that were happening and first event that went virtual uh, and, and great success, really. Um, it was better than I had imagined we could do. And that's because of the great team in Ontario, ASO, and, and with our colleague Shannon working uh, so hard on it. Um, I, I I see, and, I, and I, I'm surprised I'm going to say this, that um, I thought we would be able to do face-to-face events, but I see that virtual is a reality. And I think once we get back to normal, where we can all get together again, um, I think there will always be um, a virtual and a face-to-face component of our future events. I think there's a lot of great things about virtual um, events that people love. So, uh, for example, um, the Battle of the Brains 2022, <laughs> what year is it? Um, <laughs> I see us um, in some way um, getting all together again at, at the Chichero Club, but also offering those folks who are maybe not in Windsor and Essex County or are not able to leave the house for mobility issues, they can participate too. So I see that there will be eventually a nice balance between both, but always virtual events will be part of it. And, you know, I was saying that um, as fundraisers, we're working months in advance. So, um, you know, we're already thinking about the battle of the brains next year. We, we can't wait and see where December brings us. We have to move forward. We have to plan our events as if we can get together in the same way. Um, and unfortunately, um, 
just like what happened most recently with our walks, um, where they're going to be in five weeks, we've had to eliminate the face-to-face -face component and stick with virtual. And, and it's a little disheartening because all the effort that's gone into it, but you can't just sit and wait and then plan an event in a day. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's quite a challenge for fundraisers. And, um, but, you know, uh, we, we love what we do. So, and, and it's important what we do and the reasons why we do it are, are very uh, important and that need for funding isn't going away. So we have to just keep um, working towards providing the best uh, event where, where it's virtual or face-to-face -face as we can. Yeah, um, I think it's a great idea to to have our community choose whether they want to come face-to-face uh, -face mm. or virtual. Um, but a question I have for you is what is the, the biggest obstacle so far um, fundraising through this pandemic? I'm very much of a, a team. Um, player. I'd love to collaborate with you and, 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 and our colleague Shannon and, and Holly, mm -hmm. and we feed off each other. So us not being able to get together at, you know, at our, at our desk and, and talking about how about we do this? And, oh, this is a great idea. Coming together um, like that for me has been challenging because mm -hmm. I, I'm very much of a social person, but I, I love hearing feedback and bouncing my, my ideas off of uh, one another. So for me, that's been challenging is not coming together as a team to, to, to work through some of the details of events. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I feel like there's something missing when we have meetings virtually. It's just not the same. Um, um, I guess, that, like you said, the energy part is what's mm -hmm. missing, like human interaction. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with you wholeheartedly about that. Um, this pandemic has changed a lot for our programs and services, um, the way that we fundraise. Um, we've had to move a lot of our programming online. Um, I don't know if you have a, an answer for this, but do you think there's a positive that came out of this pandemic, like um, like a bright light that, that made us push out of our comfort zone a little oh, bit? Oh, absolutely. That, that's a great way. Um, I think that our, our, our programs that have gone virtually are, are really fabulous. And, and our, our team who are, are providing those support groups and, and um, our, our um, programs online have just done a great job. Uh, I think it, it has, it's really pushed us to come out of our comfort, comfort zone. Um, you know, a few years ago, if, if um, someone would have said to us, you had to move virtually, we would think, what are you talking about? Why would we do that? But I think for our clients, um, it, it does offer some more opportunity to connect in, in a virtual way that they couldn't before. Um, and, and they're also learning new things, right? And, and that's part of what we, we suggest is to learn new things and, and, you know, exercise your brain. So it is forcing that not only for our clients, but our staff, certainly, um, I, I have, I had to learn a lot and, and had a, had a, uh, start up a zoom meeting and that sort of thing. I think, I think it is a positive, um, definitely there there's, there's been a lot of positive things coming out of this. And, and I hope people can try to look for those positive, um, also, instead of focusing on maybe some of the negatives too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, we're celebrating our 40th year operating in the community. So I feel like um, 
the society go, uh, moving our programs virtually just offers more um, depth into um, mm -hmm. our programming and services. And I think it's a great, um, it's a great step forward um, for, for us here. Um, another question I have for you is um, what is the best way to reach um, our community right now during this pandemic? Like social media or like campaign videos, um, emails, uh, newsletters, like you said, being sent out. Like what do you think is the best way to reach our community right now? Um, well, if you, took, if you asked me that question a year ago, I think it would change a bit. I think there is a lot of um, um, fatigue with uh, Zoom, Zoom meetings and um, computer fatigue. Um, but I, I think social media, um, um, especially our social media, I, I believe that more of our clients are on social media than they have ever been before. And this pandemic has forced them to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think for us is um, social media is, is um, bigger than ever. Um, and, and I also think, um, you know, you mentioned newsletter, um, mailing a newsletter. I, I think people are going to be excited if they received a, a letter from us in the mail, um, you know, go back to old school and uh, open up your mailbox and there's something from us. I think there's still something, um, great about that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so, you know, doing it all really, um, so that way you can capture, um, you can get people's attention from whichever way they want to receive it the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I still enjoy receiving mail, so, mm -hmm. and, and right. newsletters, so that's good. Um, there's, there are a lot of uh, events coming up um, that we've planned. Can you talk a little bit about them, like the events coming up? And I know we just had our meeting this morning, some events that got canceled or, or postponed. Right, yeah. Um, so uh, in May, end of May is our Walk for Alzheimer's and it will be once again, strictly um, uh, virtual. We had hoped that we could get together 25 people in a park, um, but um, we, we've moved it to strictly virtual. So that's very exciting and people can walk their own way, uh, whether it be um, doing, uh, you know, walk your lawnmower around your yard or do a yoga pose or run or, or walk with your household uh, and um, raise money uh, to support our services that way. Mm -hmm. um, we um, have a great um, downward dog for dementia, which yes, we had to postpone it. It was going to be in May, but when that happens, hopefully at the end of the year, it will be a great event that will bring um, folks outdoors in public parks uh, to support us through um, yoga fitness. Um, uh, we had a few great third party events that I can't wait to, to bring back and there's no set dates for that but uh, the, the volunteers who normally run those are, are eager to get things started. For example, we had a, uh, we usually have a Euchre tournament and a bridge tournament and, and a, a um, a luncheon. Um, so those those volunteers are, are still there and excited to help us fundraise when when uh, we can. Um, we have our annual World Alzheimer's Day 
uh, breakfast, which is always a nice event down at the um, Windsor Club. That is uh, in September. And the great thing about this is um, we award um, a recipient, so we, we select a, a winner to an award and at that breakfast, we give that award out. So it's a really nice community um, event uh, that uh, um, I'm anticipating being able to do again. Um, and then we have our social with a purpose, which was formerly known as um, coffee break. Mm -hmm. uh, that will start up in September. And that's really, um, um, it's individuals who want to support us through different events that of their choosing. So yes, it can be, let's have coffee together and, and raise some money, but it can also be, um, let's organize a paint night or what, whatever, or a trivia night, whatever that um, person is um, creative and wants to do, it can be social with a purpose. Oh, that's all amazing. Um, I'm so excited for the Downward Dog for Dementia. Um, I'm hoping that we can postpone that and, and people can get together and, and be active while supporting a great cause. Um, during this pandemic, we had to you know, come up with ways to be creative. Um, we had a really, really successful um, holiday matching gift campaign. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and um, how, yeah. how amazing that came about? It, it really is amazing and, and um, that that campaign normally uh, is launched in um, April and runs for a couple months and it's um, the caregiver RX matching gift campaign thanks to ground effects, who supports that campaign with um, um, a $50,000 donation, a matching donation in the community then um, really um, comes together and, and donates to receive that match. So last year, um, because of the pandemic, we needed to postpone that. And we, we then um, later in the summer, um, the, the, the matching donation um, was received again. So we paired it up with our holiday campaign. And I, um, I don't know what it was, if it was the timing, if it was the great, um, um, storytelling that was created and, and thanks to you Cindy you did some great <laughs> storytelling that we were able we had it all set in place remember that we had it all set yep. in place ready to go in April and then we weren't able to use it so I'm glad we were able to use it and I think the holiday time and um, people were just excited to feel a little bit more normalcy mm -hmm. um, yeah that campaign we ended up raising $130,000 um, total with the match and then the community donations. And that um, is the largest uh, uh, campaign total amount raised for any one campaign or event in our 40th anniversary history. So I, I love that we keep uh, hitting different goals. I remember um, 2019 when we hit our target and we raised uh, just over 100 and we were excited. So yeah. That campaign really blew my mind, and and I think it was a combination of um, timing, but um, good storytelling. But we also, you know, we we sent out letters, and then we had the social media component about it, and um, the community just was uh, wanting to help us out, and and it, it is great that um, we raised that much money for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I'm so, so grateful for our community. They've been helping us through um, mm -hmm. this pandemic a lot and we rely heavily on their support. Um, how can the community become more involved with us? Like um, just any ideas or, or thoughts that you have about that? Well, it, it's amazing. And in, in our, in our um, families and our clients see things in, in a different light than we do. And, and they really want to help us. For example, a great story I have is um, uh, one of our coworkers were doing their um, uh, Zoom support groups mm -hmm. and the connection was a little off. There wasn't a clear connection amongst um, the, the worker and the family and the family noticed that and, and um, brought it to the attention of um, their their worker and they said oh well I'm kind of using uh, sort of um, a laptop that isn't really up to date or whatnot so that's probably why the connection is bad well and before we know it the family is donating money to us so that way we could use that money and we were able to purchase two new laptops with it mm -hmm. one for our um, our adult day program here in Walkerville but also one for daybreak and that is just amazing. So there, there's an example of our, our community, our family seeing a need and and then they wanted to help and and they were just so thrilled to be able to help us, but they really brought better programming for us. So it, that, that's great. So families can help out in, in so many ways that I can't even imagine. I never thought that someone would wanna support us in that manner. Mm -hmm. We really do have the best um families that we work with like we're, we're really blessed about that um we have a youth donor program that is um going to be launching soon we don't know when yet there's still <laughs> details missing about that um but could you give um a little explanation about this youth donor program that we are uh, planning on launching soon absolutely you know we we really want to engage our our, our youth, our, our, our young, our young um, adults, um, and and not only engage them where, um, you know, where we're asking for donations all the time, but also engage them for networking. Um, you know, um, that generation is just really hungry to learn and and grow their portfolio. So it, if we can do that and and help them network. And, and help them also learn about dementia. Um, mm -hmm. As um, you know, that whole population is dealing with dementia um, in, in, a, in a unique way. Um, you know, we often talk about the spouse or, or the mother, uh, right? But, but what about the teenagers? And, and what about the, the young adults going to college but coming home and and supporting maybe their grandparent mm -hmm. um, with their dementia so you know let's really educate our young adults so um, as they grow older they already um, are very educated with dementia and and maybe a bit more comfortable with the topic too um, so we really want to engage our youth and we um, are also hoping that you know our youth will um, um, become a monthly donor. We have a um, 
uh, a person who would like to um, match those much monthly donors. So there, there's a great opportunity to um, raise some funds, provide some great education and awareness for young adults, and also help them in their uh, journey of um, their careers and, in, in, and help them engage and network with, um, with like-minded people in our community. Mm -hmm. I'm so I'm excited, excited about to get this. that launched. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that's a great program um, that I, I, I see um, will just be great for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. I, I am so excited for this program. I believe it's a great idea. Um, just just breaking that negative stigma attack to Alzheimer's mm -hmm. disease is, is the main goal for this. And um, the younger we can become educated about it, um, the better uh, this will be for us. So um, planned giving, I want to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. What What is planned giving and um, how can the community become involved with it? Planned giving is, you know, we have a tagline, hope for today, hope, hope for today, hope for tomorrow. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Um, and it really is. Planned giving is about um, a family talking about a very difficult um, topic, situation. And, and that topic is um, death and what will happen after um, uh, someone passes away um, and, and how they want to sort of, you know, leave their legacy, how they want to support their family, but also support um, causes that they have been supporting or believe in and, and, and want to continue to support them even after, um, uh, throughout, after death. Um, so, so it's really, it's a, it's a heavy topic, mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's really important. Um, everybody, we're really promoting um, make a will. Uh, so many people in Canada do not have a will. So next month, May is uh, make a will month. And at that time, um, really having those conversations um, with your family, with your spouse, um, and talk about your wishes. So, you know, you want to support your family, uh, but there's also ways that you can support a cause as well. And, and when I first um, started thinking about plan giving to the end and learning about plan giving, I thought, oh, that is like, I'll never be able to do that. I don't I'm not a millionaire. How can I leave anything for a charity that would make a difference? But it's not all we, we're not talking about the million dollar donation here either. It can be the the uh, 500, the the 5000 donation left that truly does make a difference. Um, it, you know, in a charity. So it doesn't have to be big numbers, mm -hmm. um, but you certainly can help a cause, help your family. And, um, and, and when you talk with your financial advisor, uh, like they're so smart <laughs> and, the, and, you know, this is their career. This is what they do, but they have ways of um, saving you tax money when you give to charities in your will. So it's a win-win all the way around. So we're really, um, um, trying to have those conversations with folks and, mm -hmm. and hopefully if um, they're in a position of maybe updating their will or or need to make a will that uh, they think about giving to a charity and hopefully they also think about um, one of the charities being us. Mm -hmm. 
That's mm -hmm. a, it's a wonderful idea. Uh, speaking for myself, I know how important it is to plan ahead and talk about these things because you just never know. Um, so that, that, that's, that's a great idea. Um, the name of our podcast is Better Together. Uh, from your perspective, what does that mean to you? It's a great name. Um, I, I think in any life journey, uh, whether it be um, Alzheimer's or dementia, uh, new career choice, you, you know, uh, any life journey that you have, I think um, being with some better together and, and, and many times virtually is how we have to get together, but it's still better than nothing. Yeah. I, I think it really does take a village um, and um, the, the connections matter um, and the support matters and, and especially on those low days uh, to reach out when you don't want to reach out to anybody. I think um, better together just you are you're you're better when you have people yeah um and and family and it, and family it can be anything you know you can consider your neighbor family uh, it doesn't have to be blood family but you know better together is um i i think it's um, a healthier lifestyle mm -hmm. i agree so thank you so much peggy for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this podcast with me I would love for us to finish this podcast with some fire rapid questions. These five <laughs> questions are random and it will allow our audience to get uh, to know a little more about you. Uh, can you answer these questions with one word or one answer? And there are no wrong um, answers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. So question number one, if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? Uh, if I didn't have to sleep. Um, I would probably love to be sitting on a beach. <laughs> Number two, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would pick eggs. Eggs. Because you can do so much with eggs. <laughs> that would be my staple. That would be my, I can survive just eating eggs. And just so everyone knows, Peggy's a great cook. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. <laughs> uh, question number three, what would your perfect Sunday look like? <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I have to say, I've had great Sundays all through this pandemic. Uh, it's really, um, well, it's pretty much what my Sundays look like now. I get up in the morning and I, I make great breakfast. Mm -hmm. And um, in the summertime, we usually have a a tea off time in the morning and, and golf, uh, golf, uh, some, uh, nine or 18 holes uh, and then, um, come back and make a great dinner and, and just chill and relax. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you can start golfing soon after this, this, uh, pandemic is over. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed soon. What could you give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? Um, I would say probably cook a cooking something. I'd probably cook a dish of some sort. Um, yeah, I could do that with my eyes closed. No problem. Perfect. <laughs> and the last question, what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given to you? Oh, uh, that is, um, things happen for a reason, really. And, and you don't know maybe today what that reason is, but it, it, things happen for a reason. It is what it is. Don't sweat the small stuff. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Peggy. Uh, it was a pleasure Thank speaking you. with you today. I hope we have educated our listeners on the behind the scenes of fundraising, um, the ups and the downs and the in-between. Um, hey, listeners, my call to action for all of you, how can you help? Educate yourself and encourage others to do the same. Refer your circle of friends and family to our services. Support our events and fundraising campaigns. Become a dementia-friendly community and keep talking about dementia. Uh, listen to new episodes on the last Friday of every month on our YouTube channel, Alzheimer Windsor. And don't forget to subscribe. Help for today, hope for tomorrow. And remember, we are better together. Thank you so much, Peggy. Thanks, Cindy.